0: Hey guys, part three of a five-part series exploring the temperaments. We're talking sanguine today. That's me. All you fun people, all you fun sanguines can be learning a little bit about you. uh,
1: And me. But also
0: (laughs) the dark side. The vices, the virtues, the natural inclinations, all great stuff to get a greater understanding of where you are in your growth in holiness and where you can go from here.
1: So stick around.
0: See you in there. Hey folks, welcome to the Catholic Coaching Podcast. My name is Matt.
1: And I'm Aaron.
0: And We are the Ingolds. We are the founders of Metanoia Catholic, and we are here to talk coaching in the Catholic world.
1: Yes, where we teach people how to become students of their interior life, and we also train and coach other Catholic coaches.
0: So we're excited to have you with us. Let's get started. Welcome back. Hi guys we're here talking temperaments continued this is part three of a five-part series we're helping people to learn a little bit more about their natural tendencies or natural dispositions through the lens of this personality test called the temperaments today yes. is sanguine day that's mine this is celebrating erin yes. her primary temperament today
1: yes yes um so we've talked about in the past, if you guys haven't listened to the previous podcast, we recommend you go back and listen. We talked about what the temperaments are, a little bit about the history. We didn't know a lot about the history. Sorry. But we kind of... It's boring. We kind of... Yeah. History is so boring. But we kind talks of... Talks about
0: bile and phlegm and yeah, all this stuff. It's, it's Original thoughts was like, it was like the... Some of the history here. It's I think this is a little gross, interesting. Actually. A little, so like they have four different temperaments and it was, uh, they believed in the beginning, this is like hundreds of years old, you guys. All right. So like obviously not based on like some really modern stuff, but still has withstood the st- the uh, test of time. Uh, but it's like how much bile you have, yellow bile versus brown bile or blood or phlegm. Those are the four fluids yes. that they said based on somebody that was
1: these physiological like yeah. dispositions of the body. If somebody has more of this, they are this temperament.
0: So when you're sick, you're phlegmatic?
1: <laughs> that's about phlegm. right. I feel like not doing anything <laughs> when I'm sick. So yes, yes, that is correct.
0: But still grounded in... I like taking the wind and interrupting because I'm choleric and that's what I do. But still very much grounded in nature. Okay, so mm-hmm. temperaments are grounded in nature. It's not just something that's nurture. Nurture can cur- certainly shape the way these things are, but there's something grounded in our flesh, who we are, yeah. that's uh, that's tied to our temperance and our nature.
1: And, and we're basing all of this off of what St. Thomas Aquinas says, grace works upon bu- nature, mm-hmm. builds upon nature. Mm-hmm. And so for us to know our nature, our starting off point, we can actually effectively grow in grace. We can remove those obstacles to grace. We can grow in in virtue, we can eliminate our vices. So this is what we're gonna be talking about today mm-hmm. um, in the sanguine temperament. So sanguines love parties. So get ready, put your party hats on and enjoy
0: party hat is on. So we're going to be talking about the light side, the dark side of these temperaments, Mm -hmm. uh, some common virtues and vices that are associated with them to which they're naturally inclined. And then we're getting into just some kind of generic um, overview of how this temperament can show up. Uh, And we'll wrap up with some practical ways that you can start to refine and grow in virtue within this temperament and even apply our journal. Uh, as a resource to helping you uh, grow in virtue and as a sanguine.
1: Yeah, and we're leading up to actually in the academy, we're doing a whole month on the temperaments. So Mm -hmm. we're gonna be like coaching people in the temperaments, which the temperaments is a really cool personality test just to take and like learn about yourself Mm -hmm. and we highly recommend you do that. Learn
0: about your spouse or your kids. But we have our own
1: um, tests that we're actually gonna be creating and finishing and completing by the time we roll out this month which is the month of July. Yeah,
0: actually, by the time you're listening to yes. this, if we hit our mark, that test is available. Yes. And, and so you'll be able to, there's a free version of it. But there's also a larger, more robust report, which I certainly recommend. That will be a paid version of it.
1: <laughs> and the reason why I'm bringing this up blink, is blink. because normally you take a personality test and you don't really have somebody to coach you through it. Mm-hmm. But this is what we aim to do that month. So check it out in the academy join for one month if that's something that you want to try out for a month um you will not regret it if you get in there and start looking in those archives and start checking out those uh coaching calls if you're anything like me you won't regret it okay so, so if you're let's watching get on, back into this
0: yes and if you're watching on youtube want to remind everybody early here to like subscribe so you get notifications helps us climb the charts here as well and get in front of more people to teach this amazing stuff yes Aaron, go ahead
1: into the sanguine temperament. Brrr. So we always talk about uh, the Winnie the Pooh characters because there's like very specific Winnie the Pooh characters that actually exemplify or demonstrate these qualities of each of the four temperaments. Mm-hmm. This is Tigger. Very bouncy, very all over the place. Lots kind of, of fun. Fun. Um, you want him a part of the party. You want him to be a party starter even. This is the sanguine temperament. Perfect way to exemplify what the sanguine temperament is and what it looks like.
0: Very extroverted. Yes. In the yes, way that yes. it shows up.
1: They are motivated by sense pleasure. So anything they can take in through their senses that is pleasurable, that is desirous, that is something that they love. Um, even just anything that that brings them to a place of joy or delight that is what they are motivated by. Mm-hmm. Um, shiny objects. A lot of people think ADD people, or a lot of people with sanguine may have ADD. With the sanguine temperament, may have ADD. <laughs> well, that is my case anyway. So I'm. That's kind of a little bit of my own um, share. Yes, overshare. Right
0: Not there. really. It's
1: okay. Anyway, I, I know I've shared this before. Oh, I've so ADD. many times. Yeah. Um. Th- so a lot of the distinctions between the temperaments is their level of reaction to a stimulus and how long they react to it. So mm-hmm. just kind of a brief overview. We've already covered this stuff, but we're going to bring it back. Basically sanguins react very quickly and arouse very quickly. Like it's, it's big and mm-hmm. it's quick. Um, but The over the time, the duration of the reaction goes away pretty quickly as well. So, Mm -hmm. like, as fast as it comes, it leaves. Mm -hmm. And even just bringing back the memory of whatever the stimulus is, whether it's upsetting or exciting, they kind of aren't as excited about it anymore. So, like, it's just, it's that, what did we call it? It was, like, twigs in a fire. It's that quick.
0: Yeah, like dry grass. Dry grass in a fire. You know, goes pretty quickly, but then, you know, it's nothing. Peter's out. Yeah. just as quickly as it came yeah i love the word being able to put the p words with this what's the p word for this one we have the powerful cleric
1: oh this is the popular sanguine so they're Mm -hmm. friends with a lot of people uh they can make friends wherever they go i mean you guys might have kids who were sanguine and i remember um when i first was introduced to this temperaments quiz. i think i was like 10 and my mom came home from like a temperaments Seminar, And she said, you are sanguine. You're and, my sanguine kid. Yeah. And she was like, there's no doubt in my mind that you're sanguine. And they could just make friends with anyone. They, they could talk to anyone.
0: Mm-hmm. I love the story of uh, Aaron's parents coming home from a parent-teacher conference. And the teacher was just like, Aaron, um, she just sings in the middle of class. And then when I like bring it up to her, she's not even aware that she's singing. And like Aaron's parents brought it up to her and she's like, no, I don't.
1: That, okay, so that's another perfect sanguine thing because when, they're, when, when their um, defects are brought up or something that is like, they are so unaware of them. Mm-hmm. And so even if you bring up their defects, you don't really, like as a sanguine, you don't really get offended by it. But you're also like, oh, like if you do believe it, you're like, Oh, that's kind of cute. You know, like it's not a big deal. Who cares? Rolls off a little bit, Mm -hmm. right? Like, why do you care so much? Um, But or you're just not aware of it. Sounds like a you problem. It yes, (laughs) (laughs) that would be my response to that. So So what if I sing? Yeah. So very. Don't I have a wonderful voice? (laughs) (laughs) Lovely,
0: lovely. So they're very relationship-oriented people. Uh, They're also very verbose usually so mm-hmm. they love they, they got the gift of gab a lot of the time they can talk um usually entertainers yeah they're mm-hmm. they're 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 a lot of fun uh they're the life of the party um Aaron we we joke about like there was a point in your life where people used to invite Aaron to weddings to get the party started
1: well i was hired to do that hmm. um i always say i'm like i was hired as a dancer and then people go huh and I'm like, as a party starter dancer. Party
0: starter dancer. So
1: I did bar mitzvahs. I did weddings. But it was like, I must have been like at a party of a bunch of melancholics. Because nobody knew how to get up and dance. And I was like, yes, please. I will get paid to do that. Yes. i so happy to do that.
0: The Federica's over at uh, uh, Scythian, they call you the firecracker.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. They did. So there you go.
0: A former groupie, Scythian over here. Rhodey.
1: Anyway, okay. So the, the light side of the sanguine. These are like the good qualities. We kind of already touched on them, but uh, docile, like is mm-hmm. willing to kind of follow whoever's going to take the lead, um, mm-hmm. it will go with the flow just mm-hmm. as long as you have fun, you know. Um, optimistic, they like groups, they love to laugh, they love to be funny.
0: They're positive. Very positive. High posi- I think Clifton positive. Strengths. I've, positive? They're, they're positive. <laughs> they positive. I think Christen, Clifton Strengths, Kristen flanks. <laughs> <laughs> Clifton flanks.
1: Oh, Clifton strengths, I think
0: adaptability, <laughs> I think positivity. I think a lot of those relationship kind of themes or yes. even, but even some of those influencer themes showing up oh, here. Oh yeah, big that time. Can, like activator, let's get going. Like
1: let's get this party started. But not finishing. That's <laughs> totally a sanguine. So sure. like let's get other people to do the work. Like I will, I will be here and be your cheerleader and excite mm-hmm. you so you get going. But like I'm not going to finish mm-hmm. whatever. I
0: will fan those flames.
1: Yes, that's about it. Yeah. Um, they're self-assured, uh, eager, uh, they're okay with talking in front of groups. They're enthusiastic, spontaneous. What was the other one? Loves variety. That's a big thing for me. Like, um, and I think it's a good quality, but it probably isn't always for people who work with me.
0: Taps me on the shoulder. (laughs) Yes, Could be a little bit of whiplash that goes on there
1: yes 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 uh,
0: but no but i think you've kind of grown in a lot of virtue with this and that's the thing that we always want like to highlight with these these are not labels these temperaments they're mm-hmm. a starting point it's just yes. a bit of an orientation to kind of a natural disposition and we talk about a disposition of thinking feeling and acting mm-hmm. right uh that distinguishes one temperament from another but uh they're not the end point. We're called to kind of refine these temperaments so that only the the light side is really sh- coming forth and we're operating in those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the dark side, kind of the vicious side of those things is really getting reduced um, yes. or eradicated through a life of virtue.
1: Yeah. And I, I do think there is a way to lean into your strengths mm-hmm. so that you can actually start to... Um, remove those vices those that vicious side that dark side
0: Mm -hmm. so if you know that you're like a naturally positive person and you see somebody else that's like hurting like Mm -hmm. and there's like step into that sanguine temperament like to go and engage like the sanguine person more so than the melancholic or the phlegmatic or even the cleric will kind of see that opportunity to just they're just naturally a people person Mm -hmm. and so you can step into that light side a little bit more. And it's not that a choleric person can't comfort somebody else or phlegmatic can't or a melancholic can't. Mm -hmm. It's just not quite as natural as it is for the sanguine. So there's something very empowering about starting to know these things.
1: Yes, yes, 100%. Mm -hmm. Some of the dark side of the sanguine is they can be very superficial and very vain, like kind of they, they... they're a social butterfly, but they fly around like on top of things. So like mm-hmm. that depth isn't something that they're naturally drawn into. One thing that I would say, um, it's interesting because we have a lot of um, people who do our journal. We talk about our journal all the time. And I noticed this, there are people who are like, I cannot get past a certain point in the journal and they're all sanguine <laughs> And I'm like, why? Because I, I'm a sanguine and I can do it. I created the journal, mm-hmm. right? But I picked up that discipline. I started doing that back in college, almost 20 years mm-hmm. ago, started just writing my thoughts out on paper and just getting them out and, and practicing that, that, um, uh, that level of depth of going deeper. Now I probably will never hit that level of depth that a melancholic can hit just because of my sanguine temperament. Mm. I can't fully eradicate that because I don't like being there necessarily. Mm-hmm. But it's what I like is that release that I feel at the end of it. That, you know, like I said, we're, we're kind of motivated by something new, something exciting. And re, like receiving that release is 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 a drive for yeah. me, is a motivation. And
0: there's the positive driver for you. It's because... When you, when you are really mining the depths of your soul, you often encounter things, which is really what we're doing in the journal. You you encounter things that aren't necessarily that beautiful all the time. You encounter your flaws or your dark side, kind of like we're talking about here. And uh, that can often bring you to a, a, an emotion that you don't necessarily want to feel. It's not necessarily a pleasurable emotion. And if you're inclined towards pleasure, like the, the sanguine is, there could be a greater aversion to go to a place that could cause that emotion that you don't Mm -hmm. want. Whereas like a cleric, I can just be like, okay, like I'm driven more by my head than by my heart. Broad strokes here. So this is just part of the process, whatever. I'll feel this emotion for a second, but like I want to, I want to come to knowledge of myself a little bit more. And that's motivating to me where here I hear you you, like leaning into even the strength of the sanguine being like, okay, yeah, I want the pleasurable emotion, but like it's far more pleasurable to have this emotion on the other side of this kind of uncomfortable experience in well, the journaling.
1: And you know, I, I think I'm also leaning on my secondary temperament, which is cleric. Which is cleric. So reasonably, I'm like, I know I need to go through this in mm. order to get to the other side. Like I have, I through my own logic, I've realized that this is, mandatory. This is necessary. Yeah. Similar to like a workout, you know, it's like, I want to do a hard workout because I want to get on the other side. I want to get to this goal at mm-hmm. the end of it. So I do think I was, I'm leaning on that choleric side a little bit with when it comes to the journal. Yeah. But I, so I'm really glad that I picked up that ability to journal at a young age. And, and this is why we're saying these things, because not all of these dark sides are at ever present you know in the sanguine you may have grown in ways of discipline and temperance right. and so um it might not apply to all it's certainly not an extensive list but it's not the only it's it's not where you are all the time right
0: so. and that's where that lack of depth mm-hmm. that that kind of label superficial label can show up with the sanguine because if, if all you're doing is you're resting in kind of the the comfortable emotions the positive emotions you're going to be inclined, un- away from going to kind of any sort of places that may elicit something else. So, like, sanguines, I think, are actually because they're so positive, they're also uh, very good at picking up negativity. Yes, because they want well, to avoid it. Because they want to avoid it. There's a, there's an aversion that they have. I would say, as
1: a coach, i I really had to. S- um, that was probably one of the hardest things I learned was to hold the space for negative emotion mm. in my client and just allow it to be there for myself too. but mm-hmm. but to allow it to be there and to not try to cheer them up. Yeah you know it, it's kind of like you just kind of let them be in it. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of work through it that way. But that's where that logic comes in because I did this. I, I do this with myself first. And it's like, no, we're going to have to go through it to get to the other side. This is not something we slap a bandaid on. on. So mm-hmm. um, so they struggle with follow through. They love sensual pleasures. When I say sensual pleasures, I mean things of the senses like food sex a lot of a lot of sanguines struggle with the sixth and the ninth commandment you mm-hmm. know with lust um but but a lot of like things that kind of give you that hit of dopamine whatever that may be mm-hmm. social media they struggle with with temperance um they are inconstant. that's a big one they're kind of like they'll always come up with a reason for why they've changed their mind and it's always like a brilliant reason this is ideation mm-hmm. in the in the strengths world. Um, But uh, they're flaky. You know, they have like, I'm thinking of from a sanguine standpoint, you have all, like you're totally bought in. I'm going to show up here. I'm going to show up on time. I'm going to do it because I love you. And you believe that, but then you like flake out and you're like, oh, something else came out. Mm, Yeah. Yes. Restless. That's a big one you know, think of Tigger. He's just always like bouncing around, but like there is a restlessness because you're so focused on the external world and what you're taking in through your senses that, and, and really you have an aversion of going deep. Like I said, you can pick up that discipline. St. Teresa of Avila, who's a doctor of the church and a mystic, she could go deep, was a sanguine. She started yeah. as a sanguine and so like moving into some of those places those other qualities of f- some of the other temperaments while leaning into your strengths I think is is the art of living out your temperaments in a holy way yeah
0: I'm thinking a lot even with Clifton strengths a lot of like influencer themes showing up here I'm mm-hmm. thinking communication which yeah. is seeking it's motivated to move somebody uh, emotionally with their language I'm thinking of woo which is um, motivated to help somebody else feel happy and content. So another kind of emotional uh, agenda there. I think of activator that just wants to move people into some sort of action. Doesn't matter. They just have to constantly be doing something. And so, yes, there's a lot of energy, but that energy is directed outwards uh, mm-hmm. from themselves.
1: Yes, yes. Which is, they're extroverted. It's an extroverted mm-hmm. temperament. Yep, yep. Um there's an inclination to jealousy and envy mm. um, because you see other people maybe having those things that you want, those sense pleasures that you want. And you're like, I want it too. I want that. Um, I, I laughed out loud when I saw this one. Dread of growth in virtues or anything that could be strenuous. <laughs> yep. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yep. Um, and okay, so let's move to virtues and vices. Yep. Anything else you want to add to that? Nope. That you, you see? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a trap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Not some natural virtues
1: one. and spiritual gifts that um, the sanguine temperament has is joy. That's a mm-hmm. gift. It's a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, but just that emotion of joy. They really live in that a mm-hmm. lot. Um, mercy magnum
0: magnanimity
1: thank you you got magnanimity it. that's why i'm here gratitude docility um just being very docile to the holy spirit and uh, docility is kind of like under obedience, it's kind of the similar thing.
0: Yeah, it's docile to people also in, in a very kind of malleable way. And this is where I think uh, it could show up as superficial because the person is very, the sanguine person is often very adaptable to the people that are around them. So they can kind mm-hmm. of adjust their energy um, to the people around them to kind of, you know, I don't necessarily understand them, the, but maybe to connect or to connect. move them, whatever they're, yeah, yeah to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Adjust our
1: energy, but just uh, and to inspire too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're um, saying that they're very creative people and they want to inspire others, mm-hmm. they want to affect others because they're so affected by their external, their externals mm-hmm. that they love that connection. Um, generosity, creativity, enthusiasm, obedience, um, charity. Mm-hmm. So, those are the main natural virtues, uh, natural vice, vices, and spiritual weaknesses. We kind of already spoke on these, but. Vanity, they can be very vain. Um, I, I thought it was really interesting as a hairstylist and a beautician, most hairstylists and beauticians are sanguine. Hmm. And um, you become good at doing hair and makeup because you do it on yourself, mainly. You know, mm-hmm. there's like this old joke, don't go to a hairdresser who has awful hair which is not really a joke. It's kind of like common sense. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's like this over, like there is this vanity. I'm not saying hairdressers are vain, but it's very hard to escape vanity when you're surrounded by mirrors. <laughs> I remember growing. I remember <laughs> like, it was like one, um, lent and I was like, what do I give up? And I'm like, maybe looking in the mirror. So like, I like,
0: did that one year too.
1: Yeah, but I couldn't because it was my job. Like I had to actually look in the mirror for my clients anyway. So, um, vanity, superficiality, inconsistency, um, pleasure-seeking, unreliability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, virtues that sanguines could pray for. Temperance. Oh, I did not like that. I'm, I've actually changed my mind about temperance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we when did you whole, really
0: like sense pleasures,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you m- are likely drawn to excess.
1: I remember being so mad that Matt did Exodus 90 because I was like, I don't understand this. Like, and I, like, also didn't want the brunt of... Well, she was design. like, this is
0: going to impact me. Like, who am I going to drink with if you're not drinking alcohol? Like, who, <laughs> like, who am I going to watch TV with if you're not watching TV?
1: And it's then like, I figured out. I just was, did it by myself. She was
0: like, thanks for um, thanks for picking a Lenten sacrifice for both of us this yes. year.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> you do do that, though. <laughs> Every year You know what I'm going to give up? Something that you're going <laughs> to give up too Like oh No thank you it's, So anyway It's because okay. I love you Um, They need to grow in temperance, abstinence, continence, modesty Chastity, patience There's a lot Perseverance, prudence Yep <laughs> Pretty much the whole list You can grow in them <laughs> Yes. Sanguine Saints. St. Saint Philip Neri, Love him. St. Teresa of Avila. St. Peter. I think St. Peter is was choleric sanguine. He was kind of impetuous. And mm, mm-hmm. he, he kind of, he checked the box boxes in both of those. Mm-hmm.
0: But I love how, you know, you highlighted on the last podcast, but uh, you also have, you know, St. Teresa of Avila, doctor of the church, sanguine. Arguably, it's just like, okay, well, the melancholics are the ones that are Best, like they have the the most natural disposition to the contemplative life. Yeah. Yet here we have somebody who really didn't have that, almost like the, oppo- the opposite. Mm-hmm. It, it's really a testament to how much virtue she grew in.
1: You know, it's funny. I'm glad that you brought that up because I'm like, oh, I, I I haven't looked this up, but looking into the doctors of the church, mm. like the big, the big guns, mm-hmm, St. Teresa of Avila is one of them. She was a sanguine, turned into it like a mystic, a saint, all of those things. St. Thomas Aquinas was a phlegmatic. Mm. And you say phlegmatics actually have the hardest time becomes, becoming saints because nothing motivates them, mm-hmm. right? Or it's very hard to motivate them. But I'm like, but in that overcoming your natural disposition, you do grow in more virtues and almost become somebody who needs to share their work with others, like the great saints.
0: Right, right. So where the phlegmatics oftentimes, they they have they lack motivation. And so uh, where they can really grow is by growing in conviction. Certainly we know stories of St. Thomas Aquinas growing in conviction. There's the legendary story of him, his brothers trying to tempt him by putting the prostitute into the cell with him when he wanted to become a priest. And Sheesh. he uh, chased her out with a... Uh, a uh, hot coal on the end of a stick.
1: Uh, long gone are those days.
0: <laughs> oh, man. The fun man. days. The fun ch- days chasing of Chasing
1: prostitutes around with Brothers. <laughs> <sticks>. <laughs>
0: oh House arrest and brothers <laughs> tempting you with prostitutes.
1: Guys, if you like. All right, Sounds this, fun. This is a tangent. But can we just like start creating movies about the saints again? I'm like, these are like the most insane stories. They're
0: exciting dramatic yes. stories okay I, have invent I this don't things. have
1: enough money boring. or time or experience to create a Catholic scarcity, pro- production scarcity, company scarcity, but scarcity. I know somebody else does we'll give money to it we'll we'll give our ideas to it but like maybe you yes so if you got that burning get moving
0: we don't have any money to give you that though so. yes okay
1: maybe five dollars <laughs> uh, okay so if you are a sanguine you.
0: Ah, I love lit this. Let's, let's start. You're motivated by fun. Yes. All right. And your rewards are stimulation of your emotions. So you tend to be uh, doing things that are going to have an emotional impact, not only on you, but on your people around you. You want to change your environment emotionally.
1: I love coaching sanguins because I know them inside and out. Mm. And I know that if we make something fun or into a game, like it's less strenuous. Like we were saying before, it was like one of... One of our dark-sided qualities, we do not like things strenuous, but games are sometimes challenging, Mm -hmm. so we can make things fun. And the thought work that we do here, it's like you can actually create fun with your mind. All you have to do is be more intentional about it.
0: Yeah, I love how your friend Maura, she knew she had some sanguine kids, and so when it was time to clean up the house, it was a game. Who could pick up the most toys? Mm -hmm. And all her little sanguines started running around and... And clerics too. And cholerics too. they like they to win to though. Be the they might be like
1: shoving people with their oh, elbows. Oh,
0: I, I imagine in that household, it could have gotten <laughs> dropping some bows.
1: Yeah. Yes. Um, so, okay. So you can make anything fun. It's good news for you. Because you are a sanguine and you have that ability to do that. And you can make anything joyous too. So like really kind of get on, get inside your mind. Why why is something boring to you? Why is it hard? And you can do some mindset work around that.
0: I remember when Aaron and I were teaching uh, confirmation classes. I was just like, no, this is the way it's got to be done. Mm -hmm. Like this is how you teach the class. And it would show up and it was just like dry like toast and got no responses. And then Aaron was just like... I think we need to have some icebreakers. And I was just like, no, those are so dumb. And she's like, but we're going to do them. And I was like, okay,
1: and they're going to work.
0: And it was always, I, I appreciate the question that you asked then. And you still ask now, how can we make this fun? How -hmm. can we make this really enjoyable? um, So that we're showing up as our best, best selves. And like, we're not falling into this academia kind of trap that it has to be boring or painstaking. Uh, or you just have to kind of white knuckle your way through learning.
1: And I'm sure there's like a neurological component to when things are fun, you actually Endorphins, take yes. in more information. Mm-hmm. So it is actually logical to make things fun and yes. memorable. Um, so I think this is a fascinating one. I shared a story. I don't know if it was the first podcast on, in this series, but um, sanguas are not motivated by shame because they can be people pleasers They might say, yes, I'll do that. And then they don't do it. But they're not motivated by Mm -hmm. shame, shame from themselves or shame from somebody else. Um, They will just not do it. And it's kind of this like passive aggression (laughs) a little bit, like don't tell me what to do in that sense. Even though they are obedient in nature, they just are not motivated by that. They're motivated by something light, something that they love to work, to move themselves towards.
0: Yeah. It's going to help them to stay in, again, that positive emotion and staying in positive emotions that could be a very virtuous thing Mm -hmm. I mean like it's as long as they're grounded in uh it's not too in excess where it's just like okay I I can't do anything that is you know calling on some irascible appetite where I have to um it's an arduous good that I'm pursuing and I just avoid doing the hard work so that and kind of staying in a comfort zone no that's like the vicious side of it but like positivity is a real gift
1: yeah I think this sanguine motto. I, I think it was Saint Catherine of Siena who said this: "All the way to heaven is heaven because Jesus is the way."
0: This is the way,
1: and and that is such a sanguine thing to uh, because it's such a positive mm-hmm. way of of thinking about this journey to heaven. Um, I, like I'm thinking of my sanguine temperament being like, does this have to be so hard and like so negative? Like it's just kind of that's how my mind works. I do not get people who ruminate on negative things. I, I cannot understand them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it, it, from a ple- complete place of charity and humility. I just don't, don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think to myself, why would you waste all of your mental energy doing that? Like you could be having fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's such a sanguine thing to mm-hmm. say, but okay. Her um, sanguine
0: butts up against my secondary yes. melancholic quite a bit.
1: Yeah. So when you're in a melancholic phase, we have found, um, I just leave the room <laughs> at that point because you don't also don't really want to be like cheered up at that moment. You just kind of want to like do your thing. And I leave and it frustrates me because I'm like, I don't know how to cheer you up. And nor do I think that's well, what you need Well, sometimes I'm right leaning now. on
0: your positivity, uh, and, and kind of drawing from that a bit. And, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's just like, it's like, hey, this is this is just kind of what it is. And I want to invite you into this kind of negative understanding of what's going on. So and I'm like, no, thank we can you. solve this problem. It's kind of my restorative that shows up there as well. It's just like, this isn't a big deal. Like, yeah, it feels a little uncomfortable, but like. Come
1: and get in this negative swamp. It's
0: why, yeah, it's another reason why I think uh, when it comes to budgeting and things like that, it's just like, yes. You, you got it, Matt.
1: Yes, and you're so good at it cuz you have that melancholic. Oh my gosh, I am
0: so,
1: You're so good. It's
0: so good until we have to buy an expensive bathing suit, <laughs> which may or may not have happened 20 minutes ago.
1: It's going to be awesome though. That it's bathing suit. Be great. I mean, to was so much fun in it. <laughs> you better for the
0: next 10 years. <laughs> Don't that body has got to stay this shape.
1: You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Are we'll you see. are you trying to motivate by shame because that doesn't work? Anyway, <laughs> so um, another thing you should know if you're um, a sanguine because you're enthusiastic, you have many goals and you have your hands in many things, but you rarely finish them or mm-hmm. bring them to completion. So one thing you can do is take all of your personal relationship skills and those influencing skills really and create a team that will finish it <laughs> for you.
0: Yeah, and this is I, I drawing again. Clifton Strengths areas of weakness, right? Weaknesses uh, Gallup describes as uh, those things that are obstacles to getting a goal accomplished or meeting whatever metric of success that you're going for. And uh, you have some lesser themes uh, on your uh, your full strengths test. So mm-hmm. it's got the things that are like on your 30 to 34, the very bottom of your list. Those are your lesser themes. And one of the things it says to do is to manage those weaknesses. You don't necessarily have to uh, eradicate them. That can take a ton of work, a ton of energy, Mm -hmm. but create support systems around them. So Aaron says, like, yeah, you may be somebody that, as a sanguine on the team, you're great at getting people excited and moving forward, but not necessarily one that's going to bring it across the finish line. Well, pair yourself up with somebody that's a closer, that's a finisher, Mm -hmm. and uh, it could be a really beautiful uh, match. And that's where these temperaments Again, why does God uh, allow all this beautiful diversity? So that we need one another, right? It draws us into relationship because we're so far, we image God so much better in relationship Mm -hmm. than we do as individuals.
1: Now, that's not to say that I can't work on finishing and completing Sure. And there's
0: definitely times where you do that.
1: And I, I think it's kind of prioritizing that and being mm-hmm. like, this is really, really worth it to me to finish and complete this and check this off the box. And I think that's where a lot of the, our mindset work comes into. And and I'm thinking of some of the workshops in our academy, um, massive action versus passive action, those mm-hmm. kind of things like massive action, the way that we describe it is you do you take action until something is complete Mm -hmm. but i do like that that balance of the two we do have people who love finishing and checking things off the box i could care less and so i like to give them that gift to check that off the box
0: (laughs) yeah and it works together people get to people get it's giving people permission to live in their area of giftedness yes Yeah, it's it's an active charity. One of the main tenets of well-being, right? They get to enter into that place of flow, which may not necessarily be where you enter your place of flow.
1: Now, you keep going back and forth with the temperaments and the strengths. And we kind of explained this in the other ones in the other podcasts, but they both are natural. They're both those natural strengths and weaknesses Mm -hmm. that we fall into. I like seeing the temperaments as being kind of the broader... Grouping that you go into, and then, and then the um the strengths or the talents, whatever the themes, whatever you want to call it, the strengths are kind of these nuances within each person.
0: Yeah, and the strengths again, social science data. Uh, how do we get people to uh, perform best in high performing teams? Like it's they're very production oriented. Temperaments mm-hmm. are, I think, a lot more of a state of being, not necessarily uh, and motivated towards like. Uh, accomplishing something or um, how they interact with the team strengths are a little bit uh, like like you said nuanced but they're definitely the the signature themes the 34 signature themes are um, they drew those from uh, the most common themes they saw associated with high performing individuals so Mm -hmm. success um, in kind of a worldly sense they complement one another. Oh, 100 But there hasn't really yeah. been any firm research that I have found as to the overlap. We're kind of uh, just saying, okay, this sounds like this strength and this temperament and kind of drawing some conclusions and connections between that. But yes. I'd be really curious because we're going to be rolling out a uh, you know that quiz that's going to be capturing people's temperaments but also mm-hmm. their charisms. It'd be so fascinating to have within that same database their strengths to see mm-hmm. if there are realistically overlaps, in yeah. like in actuality like associations, strong associations with certain strengths uh paired with certain temperaments i
1: wouldn't doubt it yeah i remember um the first time we talked to michelle don who's one one of our strengths coaches within the metanoia um
0: yeah our network here entity yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah um and it was the first time we ever talked on the phone i was like oh, so i'm a sanguine and she's like yes but a sanguine with high ideation is different from a sanguine with high strategic, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. So it was like, so it was a nuanced version of, yeah. of like having a temperament. And then mm-hmm. let's take it deeper. How are you very specific? And how is, God, how is God calling you to live in your strengths and live in your, your charisms and your temperaments all together? Yeah. And we, we, even gave an,
0: we even gave an example. Both of us have a teaching charism. Mm -hmm. where you're teaching charism through the lens of your sanguine showed up differently than mine through the lens of my choleric.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. So interesting. Cool. So um, uh, another thing is mm, sanguines are impatient and impulsive. And so when it comes to personal development, Mm -hmm. um, they give up easily. They give up quickly. And they're like, ah. Yeah you know toss it out and they just move on to the next thing that's going to indulge their dopamine. <laughs> yeah.
0: So can we get into a little bit of the um you know the the tips for growing in virtue and some yep. of these things? In our
1: journal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so in exercise 3 we um Well, one thing that I talked about before was that they kind of have their hands in all these different goals and projects, but they never really complete them, but they're really excited about them. Mm -hmm. So to really focus in on exercise three, which is our contemplating your goals with God and, and, and understanding why the why behind the goal and, Mm -hmm. and really, I think connecting that to your emotions um, not in an indulgent way mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, we're letting our emotions drive everything that we do and there's no reason or logic, but, but more of an, an intentional way. Remember, our will is actually a rational appetite. Um, our emotions are sense appetite. So they both incline you to do something, but our will is something where you've already thought about something and then you're choosing to do it. Like, I am willing to do this. So really activating that will of yours, that rational appetite after you thought something through and really choosing it and saying, no, I've, I've logically thought about this. Mm -hmm. And, and that will also help you with consistency.
0: Yeah. I think just even some practical tools here for the sanguine are like, have a good guide. I mean, there's a natural inclination to be obedient. So, uh, perhaps get a coach perhaps get a good spiritual director, somebody yes. that you can be obedient to some a of that social guidance. Setting too. Right And there's, yeah. there's something that's social uh, social about it as well. The other thing is creating um, some structure for your life mm-hmm. and uh, so it's like these are you know a, a routine of life is something that is going to be very helpful for the sanguine that feels like tigger like ping 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 all over the place. Uh, Because if that's all we're doing, it's just going to be our life is just going to be one big whiplash. And it's not necessarily going to be ordered. So, being intentional about creating a routine of life, perhaps even a routine for your prayer life, a routine for your fitness, um, routine for for social things and that, so that you can be operating within that routine. And then that's going to start to grow some of the. Virtues of consistency and discipline uh, that may not necessarily come so naturally for you, but
1: I actually had to do a lot of thought work on these words, routine and schedule, mm-hmm. um, just because it, they're just like I have such like a natural aversion to them.
0: Oh, I can make a schedule like so easy. I know, and, and, and then it's and just like I don't get it. Why you he can't do it?
1: Can and that's like such a natural way. So it's like, why is this routine? Good and actually lines me up to be to have fun later in the mm-hmm. day or have excitement, or even if it's like going for a run for me, that's something that I built in my routine working out. That because I love the endorphins that I experience, mm-hmm. it's like that's that is the reward at the end of it,
0: yeah. Um, exercise four with the thought recon. Are you this ready? This is go a go big. That?
1: yeah, this is a big one. And, and and this is when I talked about the journal before and how everybody I know has like a hard time with with the journal is usually sanguine. Um, and it's exercise four is where they get stunted right there. Um, because a lot of people are like, I don't want to know all the negative things in my head. That's one thing. Um, but because you are more, um, inclined to understand your emotional life as a sanguine, um, you, I would, I would suggest that you do an emotional recon. So really it's like, how, what are you feeling right now? Um, and why, what are you thinking? So it's mm-hmm. it's another way in the back door to actually do a thought recon, but you're starting with the emotion with your sensation in your body because you're so aware of the sensations in your body as, as, a, as a sanguine.
0: Aaron, would it be helpful also, because you kind of alluded to this earlier, um, yes, there's, rather than just getting focused, if you're doing something that's going to be a little bit arduous, right? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be arduous, uncomfortable, you're pursuing a good that has some discomfort uh, standing between you and achieving it. Uh, is it, is it, if you approach that task with the keeping the goal in mind of like the good that the endorphins I'm going to feel after this work, the thing
1: that you love really.
0: Yeah. And just kind of seeking to kind of be a bit futuristic, engage that Yep, and be like, no, this will be worth it because of this. Mm-hmm. and even using your memory of like okay when I did this yesterday yeah when uncomfortable but I felt so much better and just rather than abusing your memory being yeah. like oh it sucked yesterday like but
1: it's 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 tackling and and working with that desire mm-hmm. emotion that we so naturally feel in our concupiscible appetite yeah. so like the sanguines are are ordered towards those positive emotions and there are concupiscible appetite, mainly love, desire, and joy. Mm-hmm. So they are like driven by that. So you can actually use those to start a thought recon. You'd mm-hmm. be like, I desire this, boom, boom, you know, and here's why, all these reasons why. And then you could ask one question and say, why don't I have it yet?
0: Mm-hmm. Or
1: why am I not resting in this goodness yet? Now you have like the real thoughts going on. And mm-hmm. you know what? They might be self you know, like you might be like beating yourself up. Great thought to take to exercise five, mm-hmm. right? So, so you can actually use that to motivate you to just start writing, right. which is what we want people to do in exercise right. four.
0: In that exercise five, I think it's great to, because uh, again, so emotionally aware, the mm-hmm. sanguines, uh, to be able to kind of really understand what is the emotion that they're feeling, but also as they're kind of entering into a solution, a bit like what's the emotion that they want to feel at the end mm-hmm. of this what's the right fuel for action especially as they're approaching a task or even an arduous task that's in front of them
1: yes yes
0: yeah
1: um let me see if i have anything to add to that in exercise five mm-hmm. and then the reason needs to be part yes
0: mumbles mumbles, mumbles. <laughs> sorry mumbles, mumbles. <laughs> the- we're <laughs> live aaron
1: ah not really. Yes. So um also I think it would be really helpful. Did you say taking them through the emotional processing exercise I didn't know? I think okay. that's awesome. That's one thing um that we have that we've given to you in the academy is mm-hmm. how to emotionally process something. And I think that would be almost a fun challenge for a sanguine to try. Mm-hmm. Um because they don't like hold on to grudges or they're not afraid of a lot of things they they have a sense of fearlessness similar to the cholerics um in that they're willing to try something new mm-hmm. especially if it's novel and variety and so you can kind of lean into that and and just be like you know what i'm going to process this emotion just mm-hmm. like to see what comes out of it
0: mm-hmm. Let's see what happens and finally exercise seven
1: um, teach them to connect with scripture through lectio divina, hmm. their imagination, um, because they're creative and uh, the Sanguines, They can really utilize that way of entering into the story, that way of lectio divina. When mm-hmm. you're really entering into the story, is that meditation or contemplation? No, according to Aquinas, uh, I mean according not Aquinas. To Ignatius, Ignatius. It's
0: yeah. more the. Con- contemplation when they're actually entering into the story. Yes. yes. La- or Ignatius language. Yep.
1: Yes. So really entering into that picture of the story and, and, and asking them or asking yourself if you're a sanguine, like, what am I feeling? What am I seeing? What am I sensing? What am I smelling? And, and utilizing the, that common sense power that is so overactive in, mm-hmm. in the um, sanguine.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So all you fellow sanguines out there, y'all got some work to do. You're <laughs> way too positive.
1: Yes. And you don't no, don't lose your done. positivity. Do no, not, I'm, ca- you I'm lose kidding. That. But um, use it to actually try out new things. And I think that's maybe, that's the thought I'm going to leave with you guys. Mm-hmm. What, if, what if becoming a saint is a really fun adventure that you just haven't tried yet?
0: Yeah. So guys, go to, uh, if, if you are listening to this, you don't know what your temperaments are, by the time this one rolls out, our temperaments combined Charisms quiz uh-huh. should be available at uh, catholiccoaching.com. You'll find it also we'll have it up there on our uh, Instagram page as well, so check the links in the bio for that stuff. So, uh, but that's a great test to get you, your spouse, your loved ones. It just blows my mind that people don't know this stuff about. It's so foundational. It's been so, so transformative for me. Mm-hmm. I can I, I just don't understand why People, I, m- what like learn this stuff. It's just amazing to be able to rest in who you are. Um,
1: yeah, and you're gonna get yeah. like we shared some some information here today, mm-hmm. but you're gonna get a full um, report with your charism, with your temperaments. It's gonna be awesome. You're gonna be like so much self awareness there in order for you to grow, yeah. not to stay stagnant. So.
0: You're going to be able to bring that when next time somebody invites you to volunteer. You're going to be like, doesn't really fit my natural dispositions Here's nor my, my charisms. Okay. So I'm going to say no to being a greeter because I hate talking to people, but I love doing this stuff over here. Counting so like, money. I can show up and be a great contributor over here. This is my body part in the body of Christ. Yes. Uh, and I'm happy to play it. So, folks, thanks again. Like, subscribe, and uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, next week, what are we doing?
1: Uh, melancholic.
0: Melancholic.
1: Yes. My so, all secondary. you sad Eeyores, mm. come and listen. No, I'm just kidding.
0: We have our moments. <laughs> all right. See you guys. Bye. Hey, folks. We hope you enjoy listening to the Catholic Coaching Podcast. We want to invite you to take up our journal, the Metanoia Daily 7 7 exercises to renewing your mind. If you want to experience daily transformation, go to metanoiacatholic.com
1: and get the journal. Treat yourself.